Hi guys, welcome back to main character moment. I have a feeling this is going to be a short one because it appears that I have some naysayers that I need to prove wrong. So the rest of my evening will be spent preparing for this welcomed challenge. There's more that I can probably share in the next coming months. I think I've mentioned before that I'm trying to move roles within my company, so I'm not not leaving the company, but I would be moving into a different role. And I just like to say, it's not like I went knocking on the doors of those of those people who would hire me and was like, "I want to move into this team. I want to I want to do something different." They came to me, okay? They had been knocking on my door for what feels like a year at this point saying, come work with us, come work with us. So I finally got to a point where I was like, all right, I'm ready. I'm ready to make the transition. I know it's going to be a lot more challenging. The stakes are going to be a lot higher. You can probably, if you're if you're somewhat familiar with the tech space at all, you might know what I'm talking about. But um, yeah, so now that I've decided I'm ready for it, there's some people that that don't know me that I haven't worked with that I think I need to prove my worth to or at least give them the opportunity to hear me out hear why I want to make this transition what I think I can bring to the table so there's like there's a little bit of politics going on let's just say but I I am prepared and ready to rise to the challenge but I feel like I need to be properly prepared for a conversation that I have scheduled for tomorrow. So yeah, that's uh, that's what's going on. It's all very exciting stuff though. Also on the topic of work, I just got an upgraded laptop. I have some, some sort of MacBook Pro, but I've had the same laptop uh, for the last two years and it just had been driving me crazy. I feel like Apple products always do this thing after a couple years where they just they just stop working <laughs> and doing the, the basic things that they're supposed to do and everything is just so tedious to get done. Like the fan would always be going crazy anytime I recorded uh, the podcast. Even if I closed out all of my apps, um, the speakers, whenever I, when, oh my God, that the speakers whenever I was on zoom would just be so crackly and so it was it was pissing me off it it had to go so I have a new one and it has the touch screen little bar and the and the touch id and the visuals oh my gosh it just looks amazing the camera quality is amazing speakers are great so it's been it's been a great day I did have to transport uh transfer over a whole bunch of files but uh yeah, we're rocking and we're rolling and we are recording this episode on the new laptop. So we love that for me. But yeah, like I said, I don't I don't really have an agenda today, guys. I I have what I think is a funny story from over the weekend. And then there's one thing that I do want to spend some dedicated time to talking about because I actually just celebrated a really important one year anniversary. We'll get to, we'll get to that. Um, but the story I wanted to tell you guys. So I, I'm like very in this phase of saying yes to things, right? If I don't have plans, I'm available and someone says, hey, do you want to go do this random thing? I am fucking saying yes. And I love that for me because historically I've not been that kind of person. You guys know last week I was telling you about going to the Olivia Rodrigo concert by myself. So yeah, I just, 
I'm feeling like a changed person and it's really cool. So when my when one of my friends invited me to go to a party, a house party with her in Richmond Hill, which is where she's from, I was like, fuck yeah, let's I would love to come to Richmond Hill with you. And for those who are not familiar with Ontario geography, Richmond Hill is a suburb. It's kind of like, the, yeah, it's the suburbs of Toronto. I had never been there before. It's you kind of, you, you go out of the city and then it's very kind of like farmland and very, it feels a little bit rural. I don't, I don't fully know how to describe it, but I had never been before. And I had a feeling that the people at the party would be very different than the types of people that I normally spend time with. And I was really excited for that. I feel like it's cool to get out of your comfort zone. It's cool to surround yourself with different types of people and uh, people who are just kind of outside your normal bubble. So I was all for it. And I can be, I would describe myself as very ambiverted. I can be super extroverted, especially with people that I know and I feel comfortable with, but I can also lean very kind of uh, introverted and get a little socially anxious. So I was really proud of myself for, you know, pumping myself up to go to this party where I only knew my one friend and I had no idea what to expect. So yeah, I, anyways, (laughs) we get there, we get to the party and I'm just, I'm just trying to like look friendly and approachable and to, to talk to people. I mean, it's kind of, it's one of those things when you go to a party and you don't know anyone and you're like trying to not look not friendly like you want to look friendly and approachable so I'm just kind of looking around not on my phone I'm just kind of smiling I'm like okay here we go here we go we're we're doing this we're in Richmond Hill we're at the party probably like 10 minutes into the party I'm with my friend and there's there's like five guys surrounding us and they're debating the color of her blonde hair and they're like it's platinum no it's blonde it's platinum it's blonde and I say why are you guys mansplaining the color of her own hair and I said it to be funny as a joke I mean I was serious obviously but I also meant it as a joke thinking that I would get some ha-has in return and I did not and not only that there was there was such a beat in these people stopping what they were doing looking at me it like I cannot even begin to express how badly this joke landed they did not fuck with the mansplaining joke and at that point I was like oh okay so it's going to be one of those situations got it noted and I will say there were a few people that I spoke to who were so lovely and ultimately I had a really good time We played some drinking games. I played beer pong, which I hadn't played in forever. The guy who was hosting um, is a chef. He was making homemade tortillas and made tacos, which was really cool and just so nice of him to host and include me. But there were, I had, (laughs) I did end up going head to head with a couple guys who were just so aggro, aggressive, and misogynistic. And I, Guys, like I just, I don't fuck with that at all. And to the point that I don't care if I don't know you, I don't care if I'm literally some random girl in your friend group. If you're talking shit, being a piece of trash, being misogynistic, coming from my friend, anything, I am going to try and fuck you up. And that, and that is what I did. There's this one guy who was just talking so much shit to my friend. And that's my girl, right? I'm not just going to stand by and 
let this happen like everything she said at one point this guy is like you're basic you're basic you're boring like oh my god you're so stupid you're an idiot and I'm like what the fuck is your problem like there's just there's this really weird building tension and it gets to a point where standing a few of us are standing around the kitchen island and this one guy is so drunk and I guess this behavior that I'm about to share is kind of on brand for him he he's unprompted takes a glass of of juice and just dumps it over his head just for no reason just dumps it over his head and I'm I'm like what what am I watching no one really bats an eye they're just they just grab paper towels and start cleaning I'm like what the fuck is happening so there's that guy we have that guy we now have these two guys who I do not fuck with so the the juice guy a little bit later, comes back. He has Sharpie on his chest. People, he's like taking the Sharpie around, instructing people to draw on him. <laughs> Which like, like, what is, what is this? Who, who, who are you? Why are you like this? So the guy, the aggro guy that I was saying or talking about earlier, he says, Megan, I'm going to, I'm going to draw on you now. And I say, absolutely not. He goes, well, it's only fair. Like, give me your hand. I'm going to draw on you. And I say, no, not going to happen. And he's like, okay, okay, come on. What's it going to take? What's it going to take? I say, there is nothing that you can say that will convince me to let you draw on me. It's not going to happen. And he goes, okay, how much, how much there's a price for everything. And the tension's really building at this point. Like he's really, he's an aggro like little guy. He's like, okay, anyways, not gonna, not gonna height shame. Short King Spring, yeah. But anyways, that's just kind of the energy we're dealing with. So he says, how much is it gonna take? There's always a price. And I go, I look him dead in the eye and I go, I don't need your money. And he stops, he takes a beat. And I'm internally like, ha ha ha, I won this one. So we continue standing around. It's me and my friend and this guy, and he's having a conversation with her. I'm, I've kind of taken a step back. I'm just observing at this point. I'm listening to them talk. I'm just staring at him intently, though, just glaring dagger eyes, just being like intense, scary Megan energy because I am like, I don't fuck with you. And he's like, how'd you guys, how'd you guys get here? My friend's like, we drove. He's like, you drove? How? And I'm like, in her car? (laughs) And I laugh at him. And he's like, whoa, I feel like, I feel like you girls are just like really intense right now and aggressive and you just, you need to chill out. And I said, I feel like you're being really sensitive and that's not my problem. And we're just kind of in this like staring face off. And then, uh, and then the guy who, uh, who was cooking was like, hey, can I get some help over here? And we were like, okay, peace, bye. So yeah, those, uh, that, uh, that was, yeah. <laughs> it was really, it was really interesting. And you might think that based off of those weird interactions, I didn't have a good time. I did. I had a great time. And I think it's a good learning lesson. Even if you put your, if you, you put yourself out there. Say yes to opportunities, even if you don't know how it's gonna go. Like I could have, I could have predicted something like this could have happened and been like, ah, I don't, I don't really know if I'll, 
if I'll have fun, I don't like, I don't know how I feel about this group of people. That could have been reason for me to not go. But I kind of, instead, I doubled down. And I was like, you know what? I'm gonna go as an experience and I'm gonna go hang out with my friend who I love. And I'm really glad that I did. Guys, I don't even know if I told that story well. I don't know if that, I don't know if this story will land the way that I want it to, but I I feel like I have to tell you it because that was, it was just really crazy. I There are really no words for uh, for what I experienced, but uh, there, there you go. So the other thing that I mentioned was that I just celebrated a very special year anniversary. It was actually two days ago, so on the 7th. And it was, uh, it was one year ago that my then boyfriend and I had a date night. We made paella. We made sangria. We watched about the first half of the summer house reunion. And then he broke up with me. <laughs> that was one fucking year ago. And what's crazy is that I feel like I've lived multiple lifetimes since that night and since that relationship, but I also, I can remember it so vividly. I remember what I was wearing. I remember everything I did that day. I remember, I remember the somewhat nice moments of that evening. I remember all of like the terrible ones too, because I, I think I've said this before. He was kind of, he kind of been like a dick to me. Um, in the months leading up to it and even that day I remember like being at the grocery store and he was just such bad vibes he clearly just did not want to be there and then I just felt like shit but I was still like excited that he wanted to hang out with me and spend quality time cooking and then I just I'm sad for I'm sad for that girl who went into that Friday night having no idea that her life was about to change I had no idea but at the same time I'm so happy for her because even though going through the breakup was such a challenging thing and breakups always are, I've gained so much from getting out of that relationship, but also having the relationship. Like I'm at a point where there's so much to reflect on and that I have reflected on over the last year. And I'm at a point where I feel actually really grateful because of the learning lessons that I, that I have and I feel like I've really raised my standards of what I'm not willing to settle for and what I'm looking for in a relationship. And I think that I had to have that relationship in order to really figure that out. But yeah, it's wild that a year ago this was, oh my God, a year ago I was in so much pain. I was devastated. I was heartbroken. I remember waking up the next morning and just being... I was scared to open my eyes because I was like, okay, this is the first day. This is day one of whatever the fuck this journey is going to look like. And that's the thing with breakups. You know it's going to be a journey and you have no idea what it's going to look like. I mean, I guess that's life in general. You never know what's going to happen, who's going to come into your life, what, what's going to, whatever. But especially when you're going through a, a healing journey, you just feel so lost and so sad and you're also grieving I remember one of the last things that I said to him was I just can't believe that we're gonna be strangers and that was what just broke me I just had this 
there's so much fear in that of what is my life going to look like without this person that I'm in love with, that I've built so much of myself and my life around over the last two years. And now it's just me. And at the time there was so much, so much fear, but now I look back and I know it was just, it was opportunity. It really was. And things started coming together pretty quickly. I, I'm really proud of how I was able to take action in the in those early days. I mean, I decided I was going to move to Toronto. I think the next day I was on the phone with my parents and I said, all right, okay, it's, it's a done deal. I'm, I'm only in Chicago because of this guy. So I'm not going to stay in Chicago. I'm going to move to where you guys are and where my company is. In those early days, I remember being by myself and just feeling so lonely and like something was wrong with me and just wishing that everything about my life and about myself could be different. What I was so jealous of at the time was people who had these big groups of friends and at this point it was summer in Chicago. I lived on the river and there were all these boats going by every day and it would be a beautiful day and it'd be Saturday in the day and I wouldn't know if I was going to have plans later. I didn't know I didn't even know how to fill my time and I just remember feeling like such a loser and like something was wrong with me and just so jealous of him that he had this friend group to just go back to and to always have plans and I was like I bet they're on a rooftop right now I bet they're out drinking and I'm just sitting at home or like going on a walk by myself because I don't know what to do I don't know how to fill my time and I just remember how much pain that caused me and it's crazy because here I am a year later and I don't have I don't carry that kind of anxiety with me anymore about being alone. And I spend a lot of time by myself. I mean, I I love being social. I love making new friends. I love new experiences. I really do, but I feel like I've really reclaimed my relationship with myself. And I think that's something he kind of took for me for a while. I was I was living for him. I was living for when it was convenient for him when he wanted to hang out with me and just accepting the bare minimum, especially emotionally in a lot of ways. And I lost myself completely in that. So part of my healing journey ended up being not only letting go of him, but also I think reclaiming myself. So it's, I don't know, it's just really crazy and meaningful to be a year out and to feel like such a different person than I was then and I I know that I'm a different person and I feel like I've been multiple people (laughs) it's not like I'm just this new person compared to the old version I feel like I've been like 10 different selves between it within this timeline and I don't know how I was I don't know how I got this information but I just It's like I knew even in those early days that if I committed to the process that I would change. And I have, there's videos on TikTok that I posted and I literally deep in my sad, but saying, I just need to get through this. I just need to embrace this process and let it shape me because it will change me. I will be better. My life will be better. I know that. And I'm like, where the fuck did you get that intel? Like who from the future told you that girly? Because all accounts would say that you were pretty depressed and pretty sad. But I feel like I just really held on to this light that guided me forward. And I'm really, I don't know how I did it, but I'm so proud of myself. 
And a part of me looking back thinks that that is a choice. It gets to a point where with a breakup where you can make choices. Obviously, when you're so sad, sometimes it just physically takes over you. But I feel like there's little moments. They're like glimmers of glimmers of hope. And if you hold on to them and you latch on to them, they start to move you forward. Even if it's just something little like going out on a walk by yourself and listening to a podcast, just little things. And that's what I started to do is little things. I started going to a new gym. I reconnected with old girlfriends that I hadn't hung out with in a really long time. I started doing new hobbies. I started going thrifting. Just little things. And it it just made me happier. It made me happier. It moved me forward and it moved me away from him. And I remember saying this in videos at the time, but you have all this like open space now after a breakup and you have all this love and energy where with nowhere to put it so you need to you need to put things back into that space you need somewhere for that love and that energy and all of that to go and I think doing that is a choice you get up every day and even though you're sad you're like all right I'm gonna do something for me today whether it's in this moment, for the whole day, I'm going to do something that makes me better than I was yesterday and that makes me feel more towards my, towards that goal of being properly healed. I don't really have any point to this. I just kind of wanted to ramble on and share some reflections, but it felt very meaningful that it's been a year and I wanted to share that. And I guess for anyone who is going through a breakup as well, I hope that you find your little your little glimmers, your little moments that propel you forward. And if you're really going through it right now, then take it from someone who's a year out that it does get better. It gets so much better. And I promise it always ends up being better than even like the best days with the person that you loved. Because they're they're not the right person for you. If someone can walk away from you or there's just challenges that you just can't overcome, then they're not they're not the one. Or they're not the one right now and that's okay. It's such a painful painful lesson, but not everyone is meant to be in our lives forever. And we know this, people say this, but to experience it and to actually let go of someone and move on separately, It's a crazy thing, especially if you're still in love with them like I was at the time. But it's possible. And all you're doing is, by moving on, all you're doing is making room for the right things to come into your life, whether that's work, people, new experiences. You're just opening yourself up to whatever's right for you. And I think that's, I think that's really cool. I've been meaning to do a breakup boot camp episode that's something I've been kind of thinking about I like haven't I wasn't organized this week clearly but I think I think I might do that in the next couple of weeks and just outline my best tips and tricks and also just have a schedule because I feel like I feel like a, a good question is you know what do you do in those first few days after a breakup what do you do the like the very next day after a breakup what do you do in the weeks that follow what do you do like what's what should be going on like three six months after so I think I want to organize my thoughts a little bit better and 
breakup boot camp is going to be the theme of the episode. I also really want to start dabbling in more career content here. Um, every now and then I, I talk about work on um, the blonde and pink on my normal TikTok. I also, if you guys don't know, I have another TikTok account called Megan in Tech, which I have not been posting on just because it's literally impossible for me to do two TikTok accounts and then also work a full-time job but there's some really good valuable content there as well and I think the podcast would be a good place to kind of take all of that um, and then I can just have like one dedicated place to talk about my work experiences and my job as a solution engineer and working in tech for a software company so stay tuned for that as always please uh, reach out if you have questions or if you have podcast episode topics, all of that good stuff, I love um, I love chatting with you guys on DM. So yeah, the blonde and pink is where you can find me. It's been real as always, guys. I hope you have a great week, and I'll see you next Tuesday. Bye.